This episode is sponsored by Balanced Bridge. Balanced Bridge has been providing cost-friendly capital solutions to professional athletes since 2015. They have dedicated professionals who understand the industry and are ready to customize a repayment plan catered to the athlete's situation and financial objectives. Their platform features no broker fees, a variety of repayment and pricing options, and no prepayment penalties. Whether you or your client are a professional athlete that is looking to invest or make a purchase without having to deplete their cash reserves or is simply needing a small bridge to support their cash flow through the remainder of the offseason, reach out to Balance Bridge and let them propose a solution for you. For more information, check out the description. Welcome to a Frugal Athlete Podcast, where we interview athletes, both current and former, on the prudent financial practices and smart career decisions they are making. In these episodes, we dive into what it means to be a frugal athlete. You might think that frugal just means being cheap, but as you will soon learn, being frugal is more complex than that. Hey, what's up? I'm Amobi Okugo, a.k.a. a frugal athlete. So check this out. We came out with an all-new, extensive, brand-new course. Our course, Rookie Mistakes, is a course that helps young athletes and individuals avoid the common mistakes when starting your career. I provide real-life examples, lessons, insights, all that and more to teach you how to identify the rookie mistakes before you make them. And trust me, I've made a lot. It's all about giving yourself the best foundation and head start to build financial and career stability. For more information or to get the course, check out the link in bio. Welcome to another episode of a Frugal Athlete Podcast. Uh, today we got Anthony Ireland. Uh, so let me give you some context. You know, Anthony is someone that I follow for quite some time. Uh, we have some mutual we have a mutual respect for each other but we never really got to connect because we just had the same passions we were in the same crowds same circles and then we just connected somehow and ever since then um it's been a great relationship and i'm happy to finally get him on the podcast uh anthony uh how you doing today i'm doing well man i'm doing well appreciate you having me out man Nah, most definitely so it's it's late where you're at uh so give us some context to you know your current career, kind of how you got to where you are today, and then uh, we can get started. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, to start off, um, I've been playing professional basketball. This is my actually my seventh season. Um, I've been playing in Europe. i um, been playing uh, quite a few places in Europe. I played in France, um, Greece, Poland, Lithuania, Russia, and um, Portugal, and most recently this year in Hungary. Um, so it's actually 9.30, um, quite a few hours, I believe nine hours ahead of you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, actually the season just finished. Our season just finished. Unfortunately, we didn't make it to the, the to the finals. So I'm out here just, um, just finishing up a few things, you know, contract wise. Um, so, so that I can then move forward. Um, but, but yeah, so, you know, I grew up, um, Waterbury, Connecticut. Um, and then, you know, obviously basketball was my, my, my passion, my, 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 my pops put, you know, kind of put the ball in my hands and, uh, you know, it kind of, you know, just, just the community, um, it's, it, it kind of breeds athletes, breeds basketball players. So it's something that, you know, I was gravitated towards. Um, and then, you know, just, you know, kind of developed, 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 and then, you know, went, went to Loyola Marymount University, which is division one. And, um, so you went all the way from Connecticut to, uh, to California. Yes. Yes. So how was that adjustment? Um, well, I mean, it was, I mean, when I, when, when I went on my visit, it was just like, you know, it was totally, yeah. I'm, I'm flying into LAX and I see, you know, sunshine, there's palm trees. It's like, this is totally different from the East coast. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
So I immediately jumped on that offer. And then the transition was tough, man. I mean, luckily I went to prep school the year before. So I was kind of used to being on my own a little bit, but being far, it was, it was tough. I definitely needed a lot of support, um, especially support academic wise as well, uh, which LMU was able to, was able to provide that for me, which was cool. But uh, it was tough, man. It was, it was really tough at first. It was, I was definitely, you know, a little homesick wanting to get home in the summertime for sure. No, that's amazing. And then obviously uh, after LMU, you've gone on to have an excellent uh, professional career that's still going on. Um, yeah. you, you mentioned how prep school prepared you for, you know, LMU. How did LMU prepare you for this opportunity? You know, you've played in multiple countries. Do you speak any other languages? Uh, no, man. I, I mean, I know little bits and pieces of like French, of uh, Lithuania, of, you know, Hungary, but it, it's, you know, I'm only here for about a year or about nine to 10 months. So it's hard yeah. to pick up the language, you know, when I'm so locked in. Yeah. Um, Just enough to like make an order at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Make an order. <laughs> ask what is this at the grocery store? <laughs> you know, Ask what the name is, stuff like that. So just to get by, man, just to get by. Yeah. And, and talk about it from a overseas uh, professional basketball. You know, someone that I know pretty well is Kyle Hines. Um, a couple okay. of my friends have been playing overseas basketball. But talk about that, that mindset, because everyone sees NBA and uh-huh. it's like, you know, uh, playing overseas is a whole different ballgame, you know, both from a personal standpoint and financially. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, definitely a different mindset, man. you got to you have to really love the game to, you know, to continue your career and want to play out here. Um, and it's and obviously it's not all basketball. A lot of it is politics, who your agent is, um, things of that nature, what school you went to. But, um, you know, and, and something that I found out in my career is just like, you'll know, like, you know, of course, the high major guys, you know, they get to the league and stuff. But like some high, most high major guys don't really, you know, they don't really last in Europe. You know, whether whether it's because, yeah. you know, they're coming from Kansas and then coming going to Bulgaria or Hungary, you know, it's like yeah. it's they're not ready it's, for that grind. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, you know, things aren't catered to, to you, you know, so um, especially especially uh, emotionally, you know, like, you know, dealing with, you know, your mental health on it, you know, off the court. Um, that was something that I had. It was it was hard for me to adjust to just like you know, you know, you're away from home, you're, you know, you come home from a bad game or a bad practice. It's like, you know, you're, you're at home. Nobody to, you know, release that, yeah. that energy out towards, you know, nobody really talked to. Um, so it's, it's definitely hard, man. Um, and I think, and I think it's definitely more mentally than anything. Um, but I, I know that, you know, obviously this, this, uh, this experience is going to, is going to pay off in something, you know, longer, longer down the road. So, um, you know, obviously I've been fortunate, you know, to play seven years going into my eighth season. Um, you know, everything is I'm, I'm healthy. Um, so it's been it's been it's been a dream come true, but it's been a grind. man. it's it's not it's not something that like, you know, it looks like glamorous, you know, on social media and stuff when we post or the game time. But it's tough, man. There's a lot of, a lot of horror stories out here for sure. No, I can only imagine. And um, yeah, for you to last. Uh, seven going on nine. That's a, that's a testament not only to your skill set but determination and grit. Uh, you mentioned something that was really interesting, like you know having to deal with things on your own. From a money management perspective, you know you've played in multiple different countries. How is it from like a money management standpoint? You know, are you getting paid in dollars? Do you have to set up foreign bank accounts everywhere you go? What are some things that you know for someone that's looking to play overseas, whether it's basketball, soccer, whatever may have you? 
there are some things that they got to look out for. Yeah, I mean, well, well, the first part is, so I'm getting I'm getting paid in most of the contract. You get paid USD, mm-hmm. um, and you know, you know, obviously you'll come out here. It'll take about, and and that's kind of that's kind of like another thing that it's it's something that you're not prepared for because let's say okay, a rookie that's ready to go into his you know his his rookie year, he hasn't gotten any money yet, and then yeah. it's like you know you go overseas the first the first month you're not getting paid. You know, because yeah. the clock doesn't start and you, you know, the next month is when you start getting paid, you know, you have yeah. to work a whole month. Um, so that, so that, so that's something that like, that I have to prepare for every, every year. And I try to tell like young people is like, you know, if you can, you know, take, you know, if you want to, you know, in terms of like financial literacy part, you know, if you want to start building your credit, um, take out a credit card and then, you know, use the credit card to, when you initially get out here and then pay it back, obviously when, you get paid. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there, I mean, fortunately, I'm, you know, I've been very fortunate in my career that I have, I've never run into, you know, any, any money issues where I haven't get, gotten paid from, from a team. Um, teams have been late, you know, teams have been, you know, three days late, four days late, a week late. Um, but, you know, you know, once you, you're pretty much guaranteed, you'll get your money. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, I've been fortunate where I haven't run into any issues, but uh but yeah, like you know, I've heard I've heard a lot of instances where you know team goes bankrupt and they just don't have they don't have it they can't pay you they're two three months behind um, it can it can get bad. But uh, but in terms of managing your money, it's it's you know obviously it's, it's it's super hard it's super hard you know for me like and and I have only learned from from experience was you know I kind of you know I made. You know, I made I made a good chunk of change my first year out. It was the first time I ever had money in my life. So it's like when summertime comes, I'm like, I'm flying here, I'm going here, yeah. I'm going to <laughs> me. I'm trying to do it all, you know, because I got a little bit of money. Um, but then uh, but the hardest part that you don't realize is like you you're not getting paid. You have you have to prepare yourself for not getting paid in the summer. Yeah. You know, so like you go two, three months, sometimes four or five without getting a check, like it's you know, and that's, that's kind of like what's helped me out a lot is like, you know, I have to like mentally prepare myself for not receiving a check for maybe four, four to seven months. Um, And that's something that, you know, I've, you know, I've gotten, I've gotten better at, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, and it's, and it's definitely just like, it's, it's challenging, just like managing your money on your own. Um, You know, it's, it's because it's hard to like, you know, put, you know, put all your money to this financial advisor or something. And, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult, you know, and getting set up, you know, like there's not, there's not many European unions or European like players associations that are set up to that, to cater to that stuff. Um, But, uh, but, you know, over, over the years I've learned and asked many questions and and watch interviews and watch, listen to podcasts and um, just kind of try, try to do the right thing, you know? Yeah. So real quick, because you mentioned podcasts, you got your own podcast. Give us a shout out on, you know, your podcast real quick. Yeah. So I, you know, my, my podcast, is, it's called the grind podcast. Um, similar, similar to you, I, you know, I highlight, you know, professional athletes, stories, entrepreneurs, stories, um, people, you know, mainly people in our community, our culture. Um, and, you know, it's, it's something that, that, that I like to do, you know, in my spare time, I like to really um, just be creative with that and, and share people's share people's stories, kind of give them their flowers and, um, you know, just give, 
you know, give the younger generations the, the, you know, the kind of the feedback from, from everybody else. So, uh, so yes, yeah, the grind podcast on, on Instagram, Twitter. Um, and yeah, we got some episodes coming out. That'll be dope. No respect. And yeah, we're definitely gonna have that in the show notes, but yeah, back on topic because, uh, like you mentioned before, you know, you mentioned like podcasts, you listen to YouTube channels, you know, Instagram pages that you follow. And I think that's how we initially got connected. We were both like following the same crowds and being in the yeah. same circles. So yeah. how did you take the information that you, you learned and apply it to some of your off field ventures? Each, each kind of book has like, you know, sh- will always shift my mindset, but one in particular, um, Grant Cardone, 10X. Yeah. Game changer. Um, yeah, it was it kind of just like put me in overdrive and, and you see the results, which is which is pretty dope. You know, it's like you take you know, you take his philosophy, his principles and like you apply it and then it it manifests, you know. So yeah. um, but then it's like that's, you know, it's kind of and, and I think us as professional athletes, we have a cheat code to life because, you know, if we put that same energy you know, we've already put that same energy into our craft, into our sport. So yeah. if we if we keep those same principles in off the court adventures, you know, whatever you want to do um, investment wise, you know, if you focus in on it that much, then you can you can make it happen. Um, but uh, but but yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's been uh, I lost my train of thought, but uh, no, you're good because you said uh, professional athletes have a cheat code to life. I mean, that yeah. alone is a bar like. From no, the athlete yeah. standpoint, a lot of our skills translate to whatever we want to do, whether it's entrepreneurship. I know we're going to get into yeah. some of the things that you do even more corporate, you know, coaching, yeah. everything. It, it all translates. So I, I love that yeah. quote. And I definitely people think uh, can definitely heed to that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely yeah, just in terms of like how you prepare, how you physically prepare, how you mentally prepare, um, you know, and, and, and you know, I, I kind of like realized that maybe like four or five years ago. Um, and it and you don't like for me, it's like I don't realize it until it happens off the basketball court, you know, on the on the basketball court. When, you know, you try to like, you know, manifest things, speak things into yeah. existence, you want, to, you want to play well, it's, it comes it comes second nature um, because I think we're just we're just in that flow. Um, but then but then when you apply it to a podcast, you know, manifesting a podcast or manifesting a meeting or, um, you know, getting introduced to somebody, you know, it's, it's kind of like that aha moment. Um, and it, uh, yeah, man, it just, it just, it just really, you know, it makes you realize you can apply what you've learned in your craft to everything else. No, that, that you're exactly right. So talk about these, these ventures that you got, you got real estate, you're doing stock, uh, trucking. Yeah. I'm very yeah. interested that the trucking, and you're doing it all while overseas. Yeah. So talk about your systems, any insights that you have for any athlete that's looking to, you know, get into these these spaces. Yeah, so I, I, that's 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 been my newest venture, man. The, the trucking It's called uh, Madoff Logistics LLC. Um, I I, uh, I joined a group with with three other guys. Um, we're, we're a really, really tight knit team. Um, actually, one of them is a driver. The other one, one of them is kind of like, you know, similar to me, like the investor. Um, and then another person who's kind of really hands on, like CEO of everything, um, okay. getting loads. Um, Did you know you him know. from before? Yeah, we, we grew up together. So, so oh, you know, we kind of, yeah, it's like, you know, we kind of, you know, we grew up playing basketball against each other, things like that. Mm-hmm. They grew up in a different neighborhood. Um, 
And then I kept coming in contact with them. You know, I kept, you know, talking in terms of like, you know, the law of attraction, you know, I kept kind of coming in contact with the driver and I noticed he had his truck and I ran him down one time. I'm like, bro, like I, I want to, I've been, you know, reading up on that stuff. I want to, I want to get into the business. So this past summer we sat down, we had a meeting together and we just, you know, put a plan together and, um, you know, we're, we're actually ahead of our plan, you know, so we're, we're about a, we're about nine months in, um, into the business LLC wise. Um, and we, we have two trucks on the road. Um, we're going to get our, we're going to get our next trailer once I get home in the summertime. Um, but it's been tough, man. It's been tough. Trucking isn't something that you can just jump right into and, um, things don't work on their own in trucking, like, like, you know, other than like stocks, um, you know, like I advise, you definitely have to have a team. Um, you have definitely have to be well, well, you know, well, well knowledge, well knowledge in the, in the field. Um, I highly recommend taking courses. I've taken a course, all my, all my friends, all of my partners are taking courses. One of them already has this CDL license and it's definitely, definitely a, uh, it's, you know, you run into it like anything else, you know, you run into, it's always hard getting, getting started, but oh. you know, after, after you get over that, the, the initial, um, the initial pushback, then it's, you know, then, then it's pretty smooth. Once you get the truck on the road, everything, everything is good. You know, we, we have run into a few, a few hiccups. I believe like the, uh, the clutch went on one of the trucks, you know, and these repairs aren't $500,000. These are like, eight thousand dollar nine thousand ten thousand dollar repairs so you got to have a good chunk of change like i said you got to have some real you know some good partners around you that that have a little bit of money um because it's definitely but it but like but you know it's, it's a lucrative business as well it's something that like you know uh, uh for for the week you know the truck can make anywhere from 4k to eight thousand dollars you know especially if it's going OTR, which is like, you know, far, you know, if it's going far, it's making a, if it's going on the road, it's going to, you know, it can make a lot of money. And then also it's, you know, it's, you know, for something that also another reason why I got into this business is because one, it's been a predominant, predominantly like business that, that, that our people, that black people have, have uh, been successful in, um, okay. you know, you don't necessarily you know, you know, you can, you can hire, you, you know, not that I'm tying this to black people, but like you can hire felons. You don't necessarily have to have a degree. Um, you know, so this is something that like, you don't, you know, you don't necessarily need a degree, but you can make a career out of, you can make six yeah. figures, um, depending on how hard you want to go. So yeah, it's, it's been a journey. Like I said, we're only nine months in, it's been a lot of ups and downs, but, uh, but it's, it's been dope, man. And, you know, I, you know, we plan to have like, our goal is to have, you know, five trucks by the end of this year and you know to get because we want to have the uh when elon musk drops the uh, uh cyber truck self-driving one we want no oh, no the, uh no not the cyber truck once he drops like, the self-driving semis oh word yeah yeah he's gonna drop the self-driving semis so we want to oh, have game enough, changer. that's what i'm saying so we want to have enough money to just Get a little piece of that pie, you know? Uh-huh. That's what it's all about. Um, what I like about, you know, this venture is, you know, the group economics. You know, you're not going in, in it alone. You're going with people right. that are experienced and, right. you know, people that are also putting their money to the table. And then right. from the total portfolio perspective, you're not relying solely on trucking. You know, you mentioned stocks. You mentioned real mm -hmm. estate as well. Um, mm -hmm. But when it comes to getting into a business, a lot of things that you talked about, understanding your run rate, 
preparing for emergencies like that, yeah. that risk management factors. What are some other things, you know, in this climate as athlete entrepreneurs continue to continue to expand, continue to find ways to make um, revenue outside of their playing career? What are some things that they need to look out for, you know, business wise? Um, I mean, the first thing is taxes. Like, <laughs> I would say like, you know, especially, especially for European, European players, like, yeah. A lot of a lot of my homies, a lot of the people that I run into, we don't because you could kind of get away with it because essentially the team is paying your taxes out here. But it's yeah. like you still have to establish yourself as a as a citizen in the, in the U.S. You know what I'm saying? So even if you don't have any tax, if you don't have any taxes, still file. Yeah. You know? So so I think I think that's something that like you know as a 21, 22, 23, you're like, man, I don't have, I don't even have to worry about that. But it's like nah, like because in terms of like business and preparing yeah. your portfolio and getting prepared for the future, that's, you know, your credit is huge, you know, and taxes are huge. So I think, I think that number one, for sure. And then, and then just like, I would just, I would just say, man, just like advice is just like, you know, you got, you kind of got to get, you know, you got to like, for me, I find myself, if I like, okay, for example, I don't, I don't like to listen to music too much. You know, outside of working out, if I'm working out, I'll listen to music. But other than that, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to listen to a podcast. I'm trying to listen to an interview, you know, from from Joe Rogan or or, or something, um, you know, just constantly always trying to, um, you know, feed, feed, feed my brain, you know, because I realized that, like, you know, you know, you can't, you know, I don't I don't want to think the same thoughts each day, you know, so I try to kind of, you know, just get information from from different places and not try to stay in that same loop of thinking the same thoughts um, and you know so that's so that's something that I like having you know I have an intention behind is like you know not putting on music or not listening to something and you know going with a you know something that's more educational based uh, so so that's what I would say man it's just like you know especially especially for athletes you know we have a lot of downtime is you know kind of like tap into just just stuff outside your sport you know stuff that may seem may seem different, but, you know, may, you know, may, you may find a passion or, or may pique, pique your interest. Yeah. So, and then from like a, just a general money management perspective, like what advice would you have for athletes? I know from the European athlete perspective or overseas athlete perspective, taxes is a big thing, you know, mm -hmm. from a business perspective, understanding taxes, because taxes for me as a single member LLC is different for you, you know, in a group LLC or mm -hmm. someone that signs a, as an S corp, you know, mm -hmm. so understanding that, but just a general money management principle that you would share with athletes today. I would say just super, super basic, man. It's just something that where I got started was rich. I think it's rich dad, poor dad, um, pay yourself first. Okay. Um, you know, so like, you know, before you pay your bills, before you even splurge on some new Jordans or whatever, it's just like pay your older self, you know, pay. So for me, I'm going to pay, 50, 60 year old Anthony before I do something, you know? Oh. So setting up an account where, where anytime you get money, if it's 50 bucks, put $15 in this account. If it's, if it's 25,000, put 15,000 in, in your pay yourself account, you know? So I think that's something that, you know, is just super, super basic and super common that it's hard to follow, but, but it, but it's simple enough to where like, you know, with compound interest and, and things like, you know, a Roth IRA, um, I think that's, you know, something like that is vital. Um, 
you know, but I think paying yourself first is something, is something that's key in basic money management. No, I like that a lot. And the way you kind of described it in the sense of like, pay yourself fund, like, yes. all right, so imagine, all right, it could be for me when I'm 40 or me when I'm 60 or me like next year, have a pay yourself first fund. So it's yeah. like you're making it an expense, but you're not really making an expense. I think that's a, a key point. Right, exactly. And, you, you know, you mentioned two books and you talked about uh, one thing that you talked about earlier was kind of learning from people that inspire you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that you do. You know, you mm -hmm. inspire some people through your leadership academy. So yeah. talk about that and talk about how um, that impact has brought you, you know, clarity and, you know, joy to some of the things that you got going on. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, it's something that I'm really, really passionate about. You know, obviously it's tied with basketball, but but my community is, is special to me, man. Um, it's, uh, you know, something that you know, I've, I've always wanted to start, you know, ever since, you know, I've been a pro. Um, I always knew I wanted to give back because there was, you know, many, many mentors, many um, camps, many, you know, leagues that that kind of groomed me, you know, when, and, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you think it, when you come, when you, when I think of that quote, you know, it takes a village, it, you know, it most certainly does. Um, but, you know, so, you know, you know, I originally had, you know, had the idea, me and me and a partner of mine, um, it's when I graduated high school that, you know, that we kind of wanted to do an AAU team. Um, and then that turned into a, uh, a summer camp. And, um, you know, it's been, and ever, ever since, you know, we've been, we've been having this summer camp ever since I was a rookie. So that's, that's seven years ago. Um, and it's grown immensely. Um, it's, it's something that, you know, every, you know, every, every summer, you know, the kids, parents, the community, you know, really, really looks forward to, um, you know, we usually have about from 150 to, uh, you know, almost 200 kids that come out for, for the five days. So it's, it's definitely, definitely something special. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's something that like, you know, obviously it's a, um, it, it's a, it's a brand as well. Um, mm -hmm. So, so, it, so it's something that, you know, I want to turn into, um, you know, a K, like the, the long-term goal for that is like, like a K through 12 prep school, um, you know, and, and, you know, that kind of is geared towards, you know, th things that, things that, you know, we're, we're talking about things that directly impact, impact our culture, you know, financial literacy, you know, I want to, I want to get into, um, you know, just, just things like, you know, getting back in tune with nature, cultivating the land, um, spirituality, um, but, you know, obviously these are things, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, but I'm using this as a vehicle um, to, you know, obviously bring kids in with basketball, but then expose them to, to different to different things, you know, book clubs. Um, I have I have another project where we're doing, a, you know, I, I donated a, a greenhouse to this um, to this to this space pretty much in my hometown. And, um, you know, we're going to we're going to grow, you know, plants and herbs and, and vegetables and fruits that will, you know, that the community can, can directly have. Oh, um, and, you know, it's, it's in a, uh, you know, an in, in inner city urban community. And it's, it's, it's in a specific place that that's a food desert. Um, and for those that doesn't, that don't know what a food desert is, it's, it's somewhere where, you know, most of the times it's, you know, in our community where it's, you know, it's the hood pretty much. And, yeah. Uh, there's no grocery stores near us, you know, near them. Yeah. So, so that'll, you know, that'll be, um, you know, something that's something that they can, that they can take advantage of. Um, 
So, so, you know, I, I'm kind of, you know, trend, you know, transitioning out, out, you know, away from the basketball stuff. And, and I wanted to get, want to get into, you know, j- just real life stuff, stuff that really impact us, um, especially for, for the younger culture and, and, you know, touching on things, you know, like financial literacy, you know, like I said, having book clubs um, and then, uh, you know, just exposing them to different stuff, you know, and that's, and it's something that, you know, that, you know, I use it as a vehicle that I can be creative with, you know, um, yeah. that's, out, you know, like I said, outside of basketball, you know, because, you know, basketball, you know, not, not too many people, um, you know, can get a D1, D1, D2, D3 scholarship, but, uh, but, you know, everybody can obviously, you know, get it, get a degree. Um, so, so that's, that's, you know, more importantly, just, just shifting the mindset, you know, trying to, trying to change the culture, just, just one kid at a time. And, um, through, through the Academy, I'm, um, I'm able to do that. So it's, so it's been awesome. And in the past seven years, just watching it grow, watching people gravitate towards the brand and, and really, uh, really respect it. And, you know, it's, it's been awesome because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's also planted seeds throughout the state, you know? So as much, as much as you don't necessarily want competition, you know, but it's, it's needed, you know, it's needed, the community needs it. So, you know, you've seen, you know, at least I've seen, you know, more and more camps just pop up and more trainers pop up and, and and it's, and it's awesome, man, you know, that, that, you know, I can be kind of a trailblazer for that. Um, And ultimately it's, like I said, it's for the younger generation. So it's been an awesome journey, man. And, I, I, I can't wait until I can kind of really, really get involved with it, you know, once I, once I retire. Um, so, you know, and, and with that as well, you know, I have to have a team, you know, so yeah. I, have, I have two or three people that are, you know, on the ground in, in Connecticut that are, you know, having meetings, you know, um, talking to people that we need to talk to, uh, making sure everything is prepared so we can have a smooth summer. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's, that's been, that's been, that's like, you know, my baby kind of, you know, I, I, I watch nah, it, I watch it, bro. You could tell, man, you could tell like how excited you get when you speak about the Leadership Academy. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I took away is the exposure that you're giving these young kids. And it's mm-hmm. not just through sports, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of times growing up, it's sports or entertainment. And that's like the only way that we see to be viable. But uh, we do know that if we expose the young kids and ourselves to different education, different environments, different opportunities that we can thrive in that. So whether it's yeah. financial literacy, you know, you mentioned, you know, the food and social aspect of it as well. Um, yeah. There's a difference, you know, when you see a McDonald's on every corner versus, you know, a couple other different stores. So right. what does that look like? Or if we know about, you know, certain things when it comes to financial terminologies that we didn't know before, um, that will help us and plant seeds to hopefully, you know, grow um, to avoid the financial uh, instability that causes uh, harm to a lot of athletes and individuals. You know, yeah. I like, I love to tell people that uh, money is a, is a, everyone, everyone has a money problem, whether it's at a low level or a high level. Um, it's just what you're exposed to. So, you know, what you're doing with the leadership Academy is great. And uh, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, man, for sure, man, for sure. For sure. I like that. I like that. I like that bar too. Everybody has money problems, no matter how big, you know, how much money you have or how much little money you have. Everybody's dealing with money problems. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's like, the, that's the biggest thing. But um, once again, I really appreciate you taking the time to get into, you know, what you got going on. If you have, what advice would you have for anyone, you know, or anything that you want them to take away, you know, today with what you, what you got? Um, I would just say for me, man, is like, 
follow follow some follow something that like really excites you that that's you're really really passionate about um you know you got to and then that's why I, I you know i try to say you know just expose yourself to to various things um you know and 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 it may be hard for some because you know the environment you may grow up in may deem something as as not cool or or weird but um but we're all you know we're all super special individuals and you know we all have different passions that we can that we can tap into um it's just you know sometimes like you said earlier we get we got the whole community trying to be basketball players yeah. no the whole community can't be all division division 1 football athletes no like like there there should be a group that's you know that are you know going to be doctors there should be a group that are going to be architects that will be landscape you know like that right. i think i think and and that's the word that's where the exposure comes into you know um and i feel like you know you know not to uh blame the elders or blame our parents but that you know i feel like that's something that that's been missing as well it's like you know i wish you know i, I want to be having this conversation that we're having now at 16 15 facts so so it's it's something that like you know we can then realize um and and then change with the next generation you know so mm -hmm. just you know exposure and you know tap into your passions man no that's what it's all about you know with that being said uh where can the people find you you know where can they uh, uh, connect with you if they want to connect with you yeah so if you if you guys want to you know feel free to follow me i'm at um i'm on instagram a ireland 3 twitter a ireland 3 la you can follow the academy and what we're doing and the latest updates at AI3 Leadership Academy um, on Twitter and Instagram. And then we have for the podcast, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud to follow us on Instagram. It's the, the Grind Podcast. Uh, that's good. So, yeah. So for the audience that's listening, make sure you guys tap in with Anthony Ireland, uh, yes, one of the good ones in the game, you know, doing a lot of things while he's playing to create impact, not only with his life, um, but for others as well. So I think that's really important. Um, when it comes to frugal athlete takeaways, you know, from this specific podcast, I really love, you know, what he talked about from the team aspect. You know, the best individuals come from a solid team. So whether it's your basketball team or your investment team, you know, Anthony mentions, you know, with his leadership academy, he has uh, people on the ground to help do stuff with the trucking. He mentioned getting into involved with different things. And if you if you're handling your own finances, having people to you know hold you accountable and you know help answer questions, I think that's really big. And then the fact that he, he puts an emphasis on being proactive and educating themselves. So whether it's books um, that you recommend, and we're also going to have those in the show notes, um, but just understanding that. You know, as an athlete, you're able to learn and you're able to apply it because of the skill sets that you have and skill sets that you can adhere to through adversity uh, will make you uh, very successful in whatever you just decide to do. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Please rate and leave a review. It helps us get discovered as we want to share this with more people. But once again, thanks, Anthony, for tapping in. And Thank I really you. appreciate you. Yes, sir, man. Peace, peace. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode. For more information, check out the show notes and go to our website, www.afrugalathlete.com. If you enjoyed, please leave a favorable rating and review and share and subscribe. Thank you so much.